Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Thank you indeed for joining me today on We Sing Our Faith. I come to you with a lot of mixed emotions today. Um, This program was originally going to come to you this week from the Holy Land. My husband Kurt and I, my sister Lori, a dear, dear friend Shelley, Father Killian McCaffrey, our pastor, along with about, gosh, 65 additional people, were all scheduled to land in Tel Aviv on the 9th of October and then return home this weekend. And so my entire idea for the program was to be sharing little snippets from the various um, holy sites that we would be at and then put together a program with some amazing music and some amazing thoughts. And instead, as we all know, the terrors that have been going on there for the past, um, gosh, two weeks. And so we begin the program today in prayer for all of those in harm's way in the Holy Land. We pray for a change of heart for those who are creating such a destructive and horrific attack on so many innocents there. And we pray for all of the Christians, in particular living in the area, who are in such a a horrible attack. And we pray for their safety, and we pray for the repose of the souls of the thousands who have died. We pray for all of those who are being held captive We pray for the heaviness of all of this to be released and that the peaceful healing can somehow begin in this part of our world. And I say our world because we share this world. We are all children of God. He is the creator of each and every one of us. And it breaks my heart to think of referring to different parts of the world as us and them. We are all children of God, and no soul should be lost. And so for all of those who are in such a broken state of mind and soul, we pray for conversion. And again, we pray for those who are in harm's way, that they are protected. I am so grateful that another dear friend of ours, who arrived there on the 7th, along with a group of about 60, Father Craig Friedley, safely is home here again now in Arizona, along with the 60 pilgrims that were part of his group. To hear their account of what happened was terrifying. So instead of being in the Holy Land this week as planned, I still want to share with you some of the beauty of what we know is part of the Holy Land. We're going to begin in Nazareth, and today we're going to begin with a song by Chris Mulia, because we know it was there that the angel Gabriel came to Mary and she gave her yes, just as each and every one of us is called to give our yes. Let us emulate her life as we say yes in response to God's call in our life. The song is from Chris Mulia, Let It Be Done. of God Calling her to be the instrument he needed to bring our world the King of Kings she could not understand 
system of God's plan But still she answered Let it be Let it be Done unto me When he heard the voice of God Stand and take the virgin as his wife and teach her child to be a man he could not understand the wisdom of God's plan but still he answered let it be let it be
Thank you, Chris. Now, the last time that I was in the Holy Land, I was there with my daughter, Heidi, and we had such a privilege because being there as an artist, um, I was very, very busy. And honestly, this particular pilgrimage was one that I was going to uh, sing mass music, so the music for the liturgy. But other than that, I was going to just be a pilgrim, and I was very much looking forward to that. However, the last time that I was there, and my daughter Heidi and I had such a privilege of a private time in that beautiful grotto in the church in Bethlehem that is over that site where Jesus was born. Bethlehem, the house of bread, was born our Savior, the Lamb of God. And she and I were allowed a 45-minute private time of prayer in that incredible holy space. And I remember kneeling there and just praying for peace to envelop this world. And here years later, the most horrific violence breaking out there again. And the violence that is all throughout our world. In the same time, we are praying for a dear friend who is in Nigeria, and his life is in danger there because he is a Catholic priest known in his region. And once his visa paperwork is done, he'll be coming back to the United States to continue to serve in our parish. But when I think of the beauty of Bethlehem, I can't help but think of that question, what child is this that was born in Bethlehem? Who is this child who was born to the Virgin Mary, who would grow up and give his life for each and every one of us? Who is this child who would love us so much that he left his rightful throne of heaven to come and redeem us, to bring us home to him, if we would just say yes? What child is this? This child is Christ the Lord, who allowed the nails to pierce his hands and his feet, to have that lance in his side, that his blood would be shed as the Lamb of God who came to take away the sins of the world and to ultimately bring us peace. So for me, your host today, what child is this? child is this who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping who angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch or keeping this is Christ the King whom shepherds guard and angels sing His taste to bring Him love the babe the son of Mary Why lies He in such where ox and ass are feeding Good Christians fear for sinners here The silent word is pleading 
It is, again, with such mixed feelings and emotions, because remembering my last trip there, and even though we saw the soldiers, we saw the both the Israeli and the Palestinian soldiers walking throughout the Holy Lands, yes, they were armed, yes, they were carrying their weapons, as is so common there. But to know that this eruption has been so terrifying and, and life-taking in so many ways... Um, it reminds me that we all need that incredible cleansing, purification of sanctifying grace in our lives. Regardless to the degree of the sin, we know that each and every one of us is given the gift by our baptism to that restorative, sanctifying grace, removing sin, and hopefully emboldening us to Give us what we need in order to live our lives, to get to know God, to love God, to serve God in this life so that we will be with him in the next. And that would have taken us to the Jordan River, to that baptismal site 
where that reminder of this incredible grace that is poured into us, that we are invited to the water of salvation in baptism and the restorative grace of that in those incredible moments where we have the sacrament of reconciliation, that we are purified again and again in order to live in a state of communion with our Lord and each other. And so at the River Jordan, um, today, if you'll just imagine that in your mind's eye, as Jamie Teton sings for us, come to the water. Let the one 
just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith, I am your host, Catholic recording artist, author, and mission presenter, Julie Carrick. It is always such a privilege to spend this hour with you each and every week. For information about each and every one of the artists, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org, that's the site. The toll-free number, one 888 Now, as we continue throughout what would be this incredible pilgrimage, we would have next found ourselves in Capernaum. And we know that in Capernaum, where Christ gave us this incredible Eucharistic discourse, where he said, this is truly my body and blood to be shed for you. Take and eat, and you will have everlasting life. And he repeated it a number of times in that incredible teaching there in Capernaum. And we know that in John chapter 6, verses 35 through 66, as he gave that discourse, how many of those who said, we cannot take what you have to say, this is too hard, and they turned and they left him. How many of us in our world today find the teachings too hard? And yet what is happening in our world, if we would truly live these teachings, embrace the gift of the Eucharist that Christ gives us, and turn our hearts and our lives and our thoughts and our families and our cities and our countries back to him, what a different world it would be. He has come to be the Lamb of God, born in Bethlehem, the house of bread, to give himself for the redemption of our souls and to not leave us alone, but that we would receive him in the Eucharistic embrace. So I want to share with you my song, Manducate, which tells this life journey of Christ in the Eucharistic embrace for each and every one of us. Manducate, Jesus, fill me. Manducate, come receive. Manducate, life eternal. Take and eat the living bread. In Bethlehem, the house of bread was born. 
that moment at Mount Tabor after that Eucharistic discourse where he was standing at the top of Mount Tabor and he was transfigured in front of them. And from the cloud we heard the Father's voice speak. And those who were standing with him heard the voice of the Father and were able to be affected by that. This is my beloved Son. And how many of us have heard the voice of God and have not responded when we should have? Or perhaps we've responded partially, but not fully. I'm inviting you today, wherever you are listening to the program, to take some moments with Scripture, to look at those various places of the Holy Land, like Nazareth and Bethlehem and the River Jordan and Capernaum, and let's go up to the Mount Tabor, up to the top of the mountain with him, and listen to his voice, and see how do we live these things in our life. It may be quite some time before it will ever be safe to go back to the Holy Land as a pilgrim, but we don't have to be on the other side of the world to experience the holiness of Christ's life. We are each invited to listen to God, to respond to his call in our life. So I want to share with you a, a very old song, but one that touches my heart because it reminds me daily that I need to hear the voice of God in every moment of my day and respond with a generous and full yes to our Lord and to live my life to the best of my ability by the grace of God so that knowing, loving, and serving Him in this life I will come to be with him in eternity. So, from me, your host, Julie Carrick, I heard the voice of Jesus say, I heard the voice of Jesus say, Come unto me and rest. Lay down the weary one, lay down.
scripture is time and time again, as he spoke, he spoke about the actions that he would do. He showed us time and time again, as he fed the multitude, as he raised those from the dead, as he healed so many that were physically sick, as he released those from bondage of the horrible attachment of Satan in their lives. And I know that we need to pray for that today more than ever before, that we all be released and kept safe from those horrible attachments that are not of God, those things that come to us not from God, but from Satan, and to be able to turn away. He didn't just say the words, he lived the actions. And one of the areas that we were going to spend some time the entire day, actually, in Jerusalem was walking the Via Dolorosa to walk the way of the cross, the way of suffering, the way that he walked 
as he carried that cross, as he fell three times, as he encountered his mother, as he encountered the women who wailed and lamented his passing, as he met the generous and open heart of St. Veronica, as she wiped his face in an act of love, as we see Simon, although he begrudgingly did it, assisted in carrying that cross. And then finally, as he was stripped of his garments, as he was nailed to that cross and lifted up and died for us, to walk along that route does not have to happen just in Jerusalem. We can look at that, and in particular on the days of the week that we pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary, watching him through the eyes of his mother, knowing that that agony that began in the garden before he was arrested and taken, how much his agony was poured out, and how Mary witnessed every step of that journey. And we have the audacity to ask her to pray for us, and she always does. But to walk with Mary along that Via Dolorosa, that way of pain and suffering, um, looking to each one of those 14 stations. So again, maybe on Tuesday and Friday of each week, you could pause and walk along that route with him as you pray the stations of the cross on the days that we also pray those sorrowful mysteries. Asking that he would open our hearts to see where we have caused pain in someone else's life, where we need to ask forgiveness. And perhaps where someone has caused pain in our life to offer forgiveness so that our world can begin to heal step by step in the little ways in our life that have a far-reaching ripple effect. Because what we begin in a small step and invite others in a small step and inviting those in the larger step, and pretty soon it's reached out from us individually and from our families into our communities, our parishes, our cities, our states, our country, this is how our world will change. I'm so tired of hearing about the authorities in our world. The authorities aren't reaching out for peace, and they're not going to. It takes each and every one of us as individuals to walk that path with Jesus Christ in our daily life, acknowledging that he suffered and died for me, for each of us. So that Via Dolorosa is such a powerful journey. And to sing for us today is going to be Connie Salazar. This is indeed my most favorite rendition of this song. As I hear her sing it, I can feel her heart and I can see that path that he walked. And Connie Salazar, Via Dolorosa. Dolorosa in Jerusalem that day The soldiers tried to clear the narrow streets But the crowd pressed in to see The man condemned to die on Calvary He was bleeding from a beating, there were stripes upon his back, 
And he wore a crown of thorns upon his head And he bore with every step The scorn of those who cried out for his death Down the Via Dolorosa Called the way of suffering Like a lamb came the Messiah Christ the King But he chose to walk that road out of his love For you and me Down the Via Dolorosa Dolorosa, triste día en Jerusalén Los soldados le abrían paso a Jesús Mas la gente se acercaba Para ver al que llevaba aquella cruz Por la vía dolorosa Que es la vía del dolor Como deja vino Cristo Rey Señor Y fue Él quien quiso ir por su amor Por ti y por mí Por la vía dolorosa al Calvario ya to all of the artists whose music we are sharing today and each day, each week on our program. Please visit WeSingOurFaith.org to learn more. And then, thanks be to God in Jerusalem, that triumphant resurrection, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that love 
the true love of God could not be silenced by the grave. That on the third day, just as he said he would do, he rose from the dead, offering each and every one of us new life, offering us the incredible gift of salvation if we will just walk with him. This is what our journey needs to be each and every day of our life, whether we have boarded a plane and flown to the Holy Lands or not. That is not what is important. What is important is that we live his teachings, acknowledging that he came to us. He lived his life for us. He gave his life for us and then rose from the dead for us to open wide the doors of eternal life with him in heaven. But we need to follow him into that triumphant Alleluia to be an Easter people. We cannot just think about what happened in the past, but we need to each and every one of us begin living it today. And so the beauty of the resurrection comes in such a lovely song today that I want to share with you from Jesse Manabusin. And this is his song, Alleluia, Love is Alive. from your sleeping and run to the tomb. Come and see, come and see, he is alive. A grave that is empty, a promise fulfilled. God who was with us is here with us still. He is here, he is here, he is alive. Great. 
Yeah, love is alive indeed. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you for the beauty of that song. Thank you for lifting our hearts today in a triumphant way. It is so it is so difficult at times to look past the brokenness, the sorrow, the destruction, and the death to see the new life. That is what we are praying, not only for the Holy Land, not only for the people of Israel, but the people in Nigeria, the people in Kuwait, the people in all the areas of the world that are in conflict and struggle and pain and suffering where death is allowed. We are praying for that change of heart for our country here in the United States. We are praying for a true respect of life. We are praying for a true respect of life. I'm repeating that. We are still in the month of October and praying during these 40 days for life. Oh God, that each of our hearts would be transformed, that we would become people that truly respect human life from the moment of conception the moment of ensoulment, when our journey towards sainthood begins, that every person conceived in the womb would be born safely into this world, and that the horrific crimes against life in the womb would stop here in the United States and throughout the world. And we know that it will only be through the merciful and transformative grace of God that our hearts can be touched and that our world will be changed. It begins at home, and that ripple effect can and will affect the world. So the song that I would like to share with you to take us to the top of the hour today celebrates that time in Jerusalem where we honor our risen Christ, honor the risen Lord, and that every creature that has breath beneath the heavens will lift his or her voice, that all of creation will lift its voice and sing to the honor and glory of God. So from me, your host, Julie Carrick, all creatures of our God and King. All creatures of our God and King, lift up your voice and with us sing. Oh, praise Him. Sun with golden beam, thou silver moon with softer gleam. Oh, praise him! Oh, praise him! Alleluia! 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 Pure and clean 
hear. Make music for thy Lord to hear. Again, thank you for taking this time with me each and every week. It is a privilege. And I am glad that I am safely home where I belong this week, bringing you a bit different program that I had originally planned, but praying for all of those in Israel in harm's way. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy. Now, until next week, may God bless you and keep you. 
transmitting the treasures of our Catholic faith to your radio every day. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Join us in praying a Hail Mary for those who are disabled and homebound. May they keep the flame of hope burning in their hearts. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Bible study. In Mark chapter 4, Jesus crosses the Sea of Galilee with his disciples and quickly falls asleep, even as their boat is amidst a huge, life-threatening storm. The text says that the sea was literally shaking like an earthquake. Imagine the disciples' fear as they awake, their master saying, Master, do you not care that we perish? Note that they wouldn't have been in this dangerous situation if they had not gotten in the boat to begin with. They are committed, no matter how big the storm. After setting sail in his boat of radical missionary discipleship, it can often seem that God is asleep or uncaring when we are troubled by the storms of life. The good news is that he is in fact always there and always ready to calm the storm when the time is right. Sometimes the storms are there to show us our total dependence on him and not on ourselves. Jesus, we trust in you. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org.